Hi, this is Jim Tremaine from DJ Times Magazine, and I am reaching out to Maryland to DJ Spinscott, who is the endorsed artist for ASI Audio. How you doing, Scott? What's what's up? Um, well, keep trying to keep busy. How you doing, Jim? Yeah, yeah, hanging out here across the street from the 59th Street Bridge in New York City, and um, I think things are probably a little more chill down there in Maryland, I would imagine. Uh, de depends where you are. I'm in a bit more of a rural area, so we're a bit spaced out, but, um, you know, in the city, certainly, you know, it's kind of based on the population density and all of that, but yeah, it's, uh, it gets crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, getting back to ASI Audio and some of uh, its other related companies, uh, how are you guys dealing with uh, the current crisis on a, on a business level? Yeah, so, so on the business level, you know, we launched our uh, 3DME, the 3DME product at NAMM in January. It was a, it was a great show. And uh, then all of this stuff kind of just ramped up, uh, you know, over the past few months. And so, you know, we're, we're looking at this, you know, it, it hits the audio industry hard, obviously, you know, performing musicians, performing DJs, anyone that's in, you know, venue type environments typically is a bit at a standstill right now. So, I mean, like everyone else, we're trying to face it with a bit of innovation and just kind of looking at how people are doing things a little bit outside of the box from what you would do if the whole COVID thing wasn't going on. So, you know, some, some of the things that we've been doing in terms of, you know, everything from how the product's being used to how it's being promoted is we're looking at other ways to re really how, how people can benefit from some of the features on the product. So for example, from a hearing protection standpoint and from being able to hear, you know, one, one of the things that we're doing is adjusting our messaging a little bit right. to folks that maybe are stuck at home, you know, playing music or doing live streaming. And like right, that. and uh, we'll, we'll get into the 3DME uh, here in just a second. Um, and I'll, I'll let you describe exactly what the product is and why DJs benefit from it. But you guys are definitely uh, ready for a big 2020. And um, I know I was talking to some of your other people over there and um, they were excited about the year. Um, but yeah, you're using avenues like this to get your message out and to discuss products. Tell our uh, DJ viewers here why, what the 3DME is and how it does benefit DJs and more than just traditional musicians. Okay, good question, of course. So, so, so the 3DME, it's, it's an in-ear monitor device. I'm actually wearing it now. It's pretty low profile and everything. Um, you know, DJs, obviously headphones are a big tool in the trade for all of us. Um, you know, and also protecting our hearing is something that a lot of people either do or should be doing. Uh, you know, we're all familiar with how it can feel after a gig, after you've played for an hour, two hour set, you get back to your hotel room and you have to use a white noise machine because your ears are ringing a little bit and all of that. So, um, really for within the scope of DJ specifically, um, there's a bit of a battle between being engaged with the audience and being able to hear your monitor and your cue, be able to keep all of that working together and not slowly creep the, we call it volume creep, right? So you're turning the, the monitor up a little bit during the set to kind of stay engaged. And then um, if you are wearing traditional foam earplugs, for example, at least for me, I would tend to it's inch them out of my ear a little bit to be able to hear as the set progresses. And so using the in-ear monitor enables you to kind of put that battle to rest between trying to protect your hearing, trying to hear well, and also trying to be engaged with the crowd. Um, and it does that because of the ambient microphones that are on the outside. So I can hear what's coming through the system and then also hear 360 degrees around me. And so rather than just having my monitor blaring into my ear and controlling that through the mixer, 
I can still do that, but I can also control the volume through the 3DME application. Right, and this also affords mobile DJs some advantages that they didn't necessarily have with other IEM systems, correct? Correct, yeah, Mo mobile DJs or really anyone that is doing a lot of engagement with the crowd uh, because you're no longer sacrificing hearing your, your crowd or integrating with your crowd by putting something in your ear because you're now allowing that environment back in. So you could be playing and for those DJs that welcome requests, you could have someone come up to take a request. You don't have to take your headphones off. You don't have to kind of move around. You can hear right through the, the earpiece and adjust that volume accordingly. Right, uh, you just press a button and you're all of a sudden you're talking to somebody and you don't have to touch anything in your ear. Right, and actually it's not even the button. You, you do your settings in advance mm -hmm. or you can adjust them real time on the application. And so you've already set your volumes so that you're hearing your program, but also if someone comes up, you can hear them as well. So it's, it's really kind of a hands-free way to do it versus having to constantly take your headphones off, put them on one ear. Things like that. And there's going to be some DJs who are in the studio who, who might be using these uh, to fight ear fatigue as well. That's right. Um, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about IEMs for, for DJs. Um, for years and years and years, headphones have been the way to go. And they still are, for the most part, what DJs use to monitor uh, what they're playing. But we have seen a, a slow but steady migration towards the IEMs. Um, as these solutions improve, we expect to see more, don't you think? I, I think the trend is heading that way. Um, you know, the DJ industry is interesting because, you know, legacy products and ways of doing everything. I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to break habits and sometimes you don't want to break your habit. I mean, I still use vinyl quite a bit. Yep. Um, you know, not really out, uh, you know, gigs anymore, but I, I have a passion for vinyl. And even though the technologies come, you know, in different directions from that, I still use it. I think the same will happen with headphones. I think the difference is, and really, you know, you can see some of the gear here from, from what I do and what so many other DJs are doing now, where you're moving a little bit beyond just mixing, you're adding in live elements, you're, you know, a lot of the right. new equipment that's come out enables you to do real-time sampling, pad playing, things like that. So, just to yourself, you're integrating and, and um, you know, interacting a lot more with the equipment and with the crowd. And I think with the in-ear monitors, it gives you a way to really be able to hear your environment rather than just, you know, headphones on, headphones off. And I, I think the industry is going to continue to move. In that what do you think the biggest hurdle has been for DJs? Is it just a matter of people don't really want to change what they're accustomed to? You know, comfort zone always comes into play. I mean, you get a certain comfort level with something, you don't want to change it. Um, and, you know, in some cases you shouldn't if you've got the perfect recipe. I think, you know, one of the differences and even what I faced when I started, you know, I was involved early on with the product roadmap for the 3DME product actually, more of this kind of an advisor type role. And, uh, you know, you're used to having headphones on, you're not really used to having something in your ear for DJing a lot. I think for live musicians, they're used to using IEMs a lot more. Uh, you know, for, for DJs, I think it's, you know, getting used to having something in your ear and not basically losing the function of, of having to remove the ear, the headphones when you have right. to, it's all already there. And so. Right. And as you had mentioned before, a lot of the DJ, a lot of the upper tier DJs are moving towards more than just playing CDJs or Serato. They're using, they're implementing all kinds of drum beats. I know you actually do that in your own DJ sets. Isn't that right? That's right. Yeah. So, so I do what I call jungle plus drums, which kind of evolved. I mean, I was a drummer acoustically right since I was like five years old. 
And so I used to air drum along to my sets all the time back in the day. Fortunately, YouTube wasn't really around. Mm -hmm. right. But, you know, it slowly became, well, with the sampler, I can play one of my favorite tracks and then add in some extra drums or add in some effects and pads. And, you know, certainly not the first one to do it by any means, but, you know, with jungle drum and bass specifically, you've got these fast rhythms and it's a lot of it's about the intricacy and then pulling back and it, it enables me to do that. And it's very critical for me to be able to hear from the monitor and not from what's coming out from the speakers. And that, that's, a, that's a classic need for DJs, but when you're playing at these faster tempos and you wanna make sure that you're completely aligned, really being able to have total control uh, makes it a lot easier. It kind of makes you feel almost like you were, you have the control of your bedroom right. where you might be practicing or your home studio where you're practicing, but you can be in a huge club. And, but it, it has that comfort feeling. And so I've, I've used it a lot more with the, the home projects I'm doing right now and really looking forward to getting back into the gig circuit to be able to, uh, you know, to use it out there as well. So as a longtime DJ, what advantages does that give you uh, now working with a company to reach out to the DJ market? There's a lot of, a lot of DJs would be surprised to know that there are, there are companies that make their very favorite products that don't really have a lot of DJs working for them. But uh, you speak the language, you play a very, very specific brand of music. Uh, what is your DJ background? Uh, what advantages does that give you? Yeah, so, so I think it, the, the advantages are, are mutually beneficial. I mean, you know, for, for the company, I think bringing in a diverse group of endorsed artists or product advisors, you know, from different areas of performance really gives insight so that you develop a product that is versatile, that really addresses the needs of, of various markets. I mean, headphones are used by everyone, not just musicians, but everyone. So to create a product that is geared towards live musicians, geared towards DJs, you want to have people that have been in the performance area. That way, you know, we, we've dealt with all the little intricacies and issues with different, you know, different applications, different environments. And so I think it provides the company with insight uh, what, what it's brought, the value that it's brought to me and I think to other DJs, you know, it, to, to me personally, it's been a way to, okay, you know, again, as I mentioned before, I really want to protect my ears, especially from the drumming background. You know, uh, you know, my father used to call it cymbal fever. You know, you're, he was a drummer for decades when you're here, you know, so at a young age, I've always, I, I was always aware of protecting my hearing, but you know, you're, you're playing this bass heavy music, this, this really energetic music. And then you're shoving foam into your ear and kind of blocking it out. And, and that does a pretty terrible, it's great compared to nothing, but it, you know, it's going to block out your eyes and really take you out of the environment. And then, you know, with, with headphones and monitoring, that can be great. But, you know, again, you tend to creep the volume a little bit there. So sure. I've always kind of dreamed of a product where I could protect my ears, not have to worry about the cymbal fever after the gig, right. but then also really be engaged with the music and, and hear it in a more high fidelity 360 type environment and finally this this is a way to do that and it's right. it's you know it's attributed to having these external microphones on the outside that, that enable you to to bring that back in and you know not not to dive too much into the features but the ability to adjust limiters within the application mm -hmm. and also a, uh, a multi-band EQ enables me to further tune what I'm hearing from the monitors outside of just the traditional um, headphone or monitor volume control. So I've interviewed a lot of DJs over the years and um I find that the DJs that have a acoustic drumming background have a, a, I don't know if it's an advantage, but they have a unique sense that a lot of other uh, DJs don't have. It's, it's more than just the ability to count. You have, uh, 
you, ha you have a real sense of what can move an audience. What is your uh, drumming background? Uh, how does that help you as a DJ? Or how has it impacted you as a DJ? So it ties in very well. And I wouldn't say being a drummer, you know, is required to be an amazing DJ by any means. But I think it's definitely a, a good advantage to have, you know, if, if you have a background in it. Um, you know, from a timing standpoint, I mean, I played drums, you know, from a very early age. I, I've done, you know, bands, jam bands, rock bands through the years. Nothing major, just more on the regional scale. Right. With that, uh, I was the lead snare drummer for a drum line at one point way back in my school days, which feels, it feels like a million years ago. And so, you know, so, so that drumming, it just kind of gives you this natural metronome type mentality sure. so that you actually don't have to count consciously. It's just kind of there. And so right. when you're at then adding in pads on top, you know, I get a lot of questions about, well, how do you play without any other music for five, 10, 15 minutes live and not vary in tempo very much? And that comes, you know, a lot from traditional drum rudiments and practicing. That comes from that. that comes from bass players and guitar players yelling at you, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Being told I'm not a musician, you got to go out and actually, yeah. you know, bend the rules a little bit. Right. All right. So I don't want to turn this into like a modern drummer uh, sort of interview, but gun to your head, favorite drummer. Favorite drummer who I've been listening since I could pronounce his name before I could pronounce his name would have to be Buddy Rich. I mean, yeah. you know, he was he was my normalizer growing up. Whenever I thought I, I had the fastest drum chops at school and I was, you know, you start to get a little bit of, hey, maybe I'm like the best. You go back and you listen to Rich versus Roach or, you know, the, uh, the West Side right. Story solo. And, it, and then you're like, you know what, maybe I should go practice a little bit. Yeah, get, get back on the kit. And uh, I actually love to go on YouTube and watch the uh, Buddy Rich personal appearances on uh, The Tonight Show or The Merv Griffin Show. He was a very opinionated individual um, about music. And I'm, I'm assuming you've probably heard the uh, bus tapes. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Hilarity for hours. But yeah, obviously one of the great drummers uh, of all time. Gene Krupa and Elvin Jones be one of my favorites. Um, so to, to, to wrap up, uh, what, what have you learned in the midst of all of this craziness? What have, you've obviously had some time to think and I guess be away from the crowds a little bit. Um, what, what, what have you taken from all of this uh, pandemic crisis? You know, it's, it's, it can be challenging to find positives in all of this, but I, I'll tell you, I'm just, I've never been more proud to be part of the DJ industry and part of this whole performance thing, because just seeing how many people who may not have had the audience to get out or maybe didn't have the bookings to get in front of large crowds, just learning how to stream online and doing these DJ streams right. from, from their places. And just, just the innovation that's happening at all levels, the companies that are coming out with new products, the, the DJs that are finding new ways to network and market their music. You know, I've seen some great new releases on, on the various sites and um, I just, I, I'm very inspired and it's actually caused me to dive back into the studio, um, not having to travel as much, travel as much help. But, um, you know, I, I've learned really that music finds a way. I mean, anyone that, that's watching this, that's a, that is a DJ, which most of them probably are, or, or musicians or, or what have you, we have this instinct where we, we're just, we're, we're made to play music for people. And if, and if this current situation takes away the ability to play it live in front of a crowd, we're going to find another way until that comes back. And I think people are doing a tremendous job thinking outside the box. They are. And uh, for people who are just listening to the music, um, 
you, you know, you got to find a, a way to fill up some space during your day. And I've stumbled across uh, some streams, uh, just a couple that I've really enjoyed. There's a DJ from LA from Britain named Mr. C. He's a tech house guy. Francois mm. K here in New York has played some really great music. And, um, you know, I guess the king of streaming right now is uh, D Nice. And uh, we just did an interview with him. In fact, uh, he's wow. going to be on the cover of the next magazine. Um, so it, you know, you've kind of, you have to reinvent yourself and, and DJs always are the early adopters and they're the, they're the ones who always find a way. So uh, before we close out, um, I think you might have uh, some breakbeats for us. Yeah, I was going to play a couple seconds of uh, one of my newer programs called Precision that I built on this uh, DJS 1000. Okay. So, yeah, well, let's wrap up with this. DJ Spin Scott, take us away. Thank you. Thank you. 